0: by no one's demand but our own. And from our home office here in Elizabeth Park in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, it is the 615 sessions brought to you by A to Z Sports and A to Z Sports Nashville.com. Buck Rising, hanging out here with you. Happy Thursday. Hope your weekend is getting closer and closer. We're going to spend a lot of time talking some Titans with training camp in full swing, caught up with David Pluwell and Titans running back about his position change, his weight gain, how he's managing it. You, you guys seem to love uh, love you some flu season. Mike Vrabel seems to love him some flu season as well. So we'll hear from Flu. We'll hear from Mike Vrabel. We'll get to some comments that Mike had about Corey Davis and kind of the hype that I've been that I've been spreading my Corey Davis propaganda this, so far this training camp it's real. Uh, the coach sees it. Everybody else sees it. It's not just me blowing smoke up your ass it's Corey Davis looking like a professional wide receiver one and that is very exciting so we're going to talk about all of this over the course of the next 25 to 30 minutes but first David Fluellen. we've been talking to Mike a lot about you he seems to really respect the way that you're willing to do whatever you can to do to help the team how's how has been the transition for you kind of embracing a little bit of a different role or is it just kind of the same grind for you?
1: Um, it's a little bit of both. Uh, it's the same grind as in I'm still trying to make the team here. You know, I'm still trying to be versatile so I can have a lot of value to the team. And, you know, just the uh, switching and being versatile isn't really a big uh, transition for me. You know, playing a lot of special teams forces you to be more athletic and do a lot of different things. So whenever I'm on offense or special teams or whatever I'm playing, you know, I try to take the same mindset and just being athletic, being versatile, and being able to do everything.
0: There's not a guy out here between your coaches and and your teammates that doesn't seem to respect the way that you that you handle that, that you embrace it. Mike was talking about you won one of the off season awards, coaches pick. It seems like that's really been appreciated. How does that How does that feel to know that your hard work is paying off in terms of your teammates' recognition? Um,
1: it, it feels good. Um, it, it feels good to have the respect, but it's another thing to get it and another thing to keep it. So. You know, right now they're giving me praise,
0: but it's my job to keep it and earn it and have them to keep respecting me. Has it been a significant weight gain for you at all? And and kind of how how did you go about doing that this offseason? Yeah, it's it's really been significant. Because you look like you're carrying it pretty well. Yeah, um, you know, after the
1: season, uh, I talked with the coaches. You know, they gave me their vision on me going into the next season. And from that point on, I really focused on my nutrition. Uh, my rest, uh, uh, how often I lift weights to put this weight on because we both knew we didn't want it to be weight where it was fat and I'm slow and sluggish. We all wanted it to be good weight, from nutrition, and lifting weights. And I had all, all season, the uh, OTAs, the mini camps, you know, to work with the weight. And early on, it, it was a struggle, getting getting used to it. But now, you know, my body is starting to react to the new weight being put on. You know, my legs are starting to get stronger and carrying the weight for duration. And, you know, these days like this where it's hot and you've got to go, these are the
0: things that will help you going into the game. For sure. What's, what's kind of the, the difference in how you have to – is there any difference in how you go about your game? You know, you're talking about adjusting to how you play with the weight. Your body's adapting to the way that you play with the weight. Is there any way that you change how your style, I guess?
1: Um Honestly, no. Uh, I just try to bring a lot to the table, you know. I try to bring some power, try to bring some elusiveness, so I try to bring some finesse. And then sometimes you just got to be a dog in there uh, dealing with D-line and the linebackers. So that's the only way, the only difference I approach my job Uh Going there
0: for office. Do you take pride in the fact that you're the only Titans player out here that has their own season? I mean, people really get up for flu
1: season. <laughs> um, I mean, it's nice, you know, especially when, you know, the fans like the, yeah, the flu season. And some of my teammates too, so whenever football season start to come around, I start to hear that a lot. And it gets me amped up and ready to go.
0: Okay, shout out to Flu for hanging out for a little bit, chatting uh, with us after practice. I know that's a, a difficult time to spend any any kind of considerable time together when you're out there sweating and you're miserable and you've just helped, had a Mike Vrabel training camp practice in the midst of July and August heat. So appreciate Flew. We will look to catch up with him in a little longer form down the road. But, uh, you know, it's it's guys like Flewellen, and I, I I understand. Like David Flewellen, for you all, probably not moving the needle much. Like, I understand that it's Derrick Henry, it's Dion Lewis, and when Flewellen gets in the game, everybody yells "Flu," and then it goes away. Like, that is the relationship with, with David Flewellen. But he's, he's a really cool example of the kind of players that John Robinson and Mike Vrabel find, identify, and get to be key contributors on their football team. I, I, I mean, like, the guy had... Four carries for 16 yards last year, and you're going to tell me what the hell are you talking about, key contributor. But legitimately, what he does uh, in terms of special teams, what he does in terms of work ethic, how he's constantly trying to improve himself to make the team better, they it, it, it's, it's one of those terrible, terrible cliche, uh, cliche locker room culture conversations, but he's emblematic of it. And Mike Vrabel is always really, really – complimentary of the kind of person that David Fluellen is. And so you see it. Uh, you see how he's tried to adapt and survive, for lack of a better term, heading into 2019. We'll see if it works. Uh, if, if he's going to play fullback. I don't know if he's a better catcher of the football than Ryan Hewitt, who they signed uh, before training camp got underway. But we'll see. They use Hewitt and Fluellen back and forth a lot. I would think Fluellen. is is going to make the roster, but we'll find out. Meanwhile, let's talk about something a little with a little more spice, and that is what Corey Davis has been doing all training camp. I have been shouting from the mountaintops anytime somebody puts a microphone in front of my face. I want to talk about how much fun I'm having at training camp when there's not really it's not really fun for anybody at training camp. Like football players are miserable during training camp. Media members who are soft and insecure are miserable during training camp. It's, it's a plague, at least we're self-aware. But I enjoy going to practice every day because what Corey Davis has been doing with all of these circus catches, all of these Randy Moss-type uh, performances, all of these one-handed snags in between three defenders, it's happening on a consistent basis. And so we talked to Mike about what Corey did the other day with the one-handed catch. We we didn't get a chance to get video of it. I know people are after us about the video. There are certain times during practice that we can't video. And so uh, when it's open to fans, fans can video, and it's not a big deal. But for us, those are the rules. We try to abide by them. Meanwhile, this catch that Corey Davis had in the back of the end zone where Tannehill is the quarterback, they're mixing starters and second teamers, Tannehill goes to throw the ball away because the coverage is solid. Doesn't quite get enough air under it to get it over the top of Corey Davis, who jumps up between three defenders, pulls it down with one hand. It was a Dory Jackson, Jayon Brown, and Malcolm Butler, and he was a he was he just skied out of nowhere. He was he's a pterodactyl. It was it was incredible, uh, and all of us just looked around and said, "Holy hell!" what is that? That's an actual wide receiver at a Titans training camp practice. What is this foreign concept before my eyes? And so we asked Mike after, after that particular practice about what Corey's been doing recently. This was what Vrabel had to say.
1: Just try to remind him that anytime the ball's in the air, it's his ball. There's a lot of times where we saw that, and there's the times where we didn't continue to see that. And I think that he's trying to take that mindset that when it leaves the quarterback's hand, uh, it's his ball. Everybody thought he was throwing it away, and Ryan couldn't get enough steam on it to throw it away. So uh, Corey went up and made a play. Is that a, a bit of an attitude thing also? Sure. I mean, I think all great players, especially at that position, um, have that mindset that, it, that it's my football and I'm going to go get it. It's just it's one-on-one coverage pretty much the game is match coverage. There's zone, people play zone, but at the end of the day, somebody's got to go
0: win. You just try to remind him that anytime the ball's in the air, it's his ball. I love that quote. I don't know why. It's very, it's very uh, simplistic. It's not like he's telling you anything with, with any kind of profound depth, but I, I, I heard that from Mike Vrabel's mouth, and I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, it's his ball. Hell yes, it is it, it's it he's he's supposed to be this dominant uh player drafted in the first round, drafted in the top 5. He's supposed to be somebody with the kind of performance level or the kind of ability as Randy Moss. Now I no, listen we're a long way away. We're a long way away, but you heard Taron on this podcast talk about him being TO. I I really like the idea of a Randy Moss comparison, he's not. He's he's so incredibly athletic, and he's so much bigger this year. He's, he carries himself differently, and I don't know if we're romanticizing Corey Davis, if we're projecting these things on Corey Davis. But I swear to God, I would not sit here and glow about anybody like this if I didn't think it was real. And it's fine. Like, yet I mean, you guys know if you've been hanging out with me for long enough. All I want them to do is to be exciting, to be interesting. And Corey Davis is both of those things. And I'm very, very. I'm I'm amped up. I'm 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 driving the hype train. I am ready to go with with the Corey Davis stands. I'm out here fighting with the people who are non-believers on Twitter. Uh, Meanwhile, I think that we're going to be very excited about what we see from Corey Davis over the next couple weeks. Now, there's going to be a scrimmage on Saturday, Friday open practice. You guys were great on Wednesday about saying hi at practice, hanging out, taking pictures. It was really cool to meet some of you. I hope to see more of you on Friday and at the uh, Nissan Stadium scrimmage Saturday, Jake Owen concert for free after the scrimmage. I will not be there because they won't let, I mean, I wouldn't let us media schlubs hang out around there and really most of us won't because there's no air conditioning and there's no food in the press box and because we're leeches so i will i'm sure i will see some of you at the scrimmage portion of it be sure to say hi i appreciate it i'm happy to hang out and talk some titans with you because football is underway and we're excited about it and we're excited to be hanging out with you guys so that being said i'm buck rising reminding you to stay hot nashville we will come back On Tuesday with Marty Smith, ESPN's Marty Smith, the Marty Smith America podcast on the Levitard and Friends Network over at ESPN. His new book is out now. It's called Never Settle. We have a free copy for you guys. I haven't figured out how we're going to do the giveaway, but maybe maybe Marty will help us figure it out when we speak to him about college football, about the book, some really cool stories in there about the time that he spent at Alabama. So we'll do that. On Tuesday. We'll see you then on the 615 sessions brought to you by A to Z Sports and A to Z Sports Nashville.com.